friends listen to your music um, when I'm cooking. I am a kitchen dancer, and so the flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say that my first one, or your first one, um, the first song on your first Wavy World mix is probably my absolute most favorite of them all. Judo. They're all really good, but that one just really kicks it off. You know what I'm saying? Like that just sets the tone, and then like the wave, you just keep on riding it and. I mean, surfboard. Yeah, Surf. yeah, yeah. Surfboard. What inspires the mixes? <laughs> um, shit. I just think a lot of people listen to trash. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Oh fair. man, I'm I'm super excited right now, Stella, because I finally have somebody to talk music with. Yeah, I he's always, your guy for sure. I always want to talk music with Stella, and she has the the, worst. the, the music. <laughs> catalog of like a five-year-old so you know me i'm a music head maybe not as much as you spec the kid but dude i mean i know i know a lot of music man and and i mean honestly these days i barely listen too much because i i i'm on the same boat as you i feel like a lot of it is trash these days so i listen to the brand new wavy world 12 and i'm already feeling the vibes i got about like 20 minutes in so far and i was feeling like man dude is inspired by like the the ocean vibe and that's why he calls a wavy world so i thought it was super funny that you know you got that background right now i'm like ah oh, it all makes sense i'll uh I, I, i'll give you a serious answer um my dad dj growing up like i just grew up in a really like musical household my grandma used to have a bar in the in the basement with a pool table my dad had a dj set up back there mm-hmm. so every saturday and sunday morning it was like a party in my crib it was like the center of the family house and, you know, just having that DJ background and like a wide range of music in my childhood kind of just allowed me to just have more experience, I guess, with music. And mm-hmm. as I've like got into music and started making music and doing shows or whatever, DJing was always something in the back of my head where it's like, dude, like I could curate like vibes. I used to have like people in high school like, yo, make me a tape. I'll buy it for five bucks. So that became like a hustle. Yeah. And I've always made like playlist and dj mixes and shit like that if i liked a girl i'd be like yo here go you know here go a vibe oh you were that guy huh (laughs) oh man of us know how to win man you know what i mean (laughs) you gotta drop a bomb for that right there but uh, yeah you know that's always been my thing is just like listening to good music introducing people into good music giving people like something to I guess, correlate with their day, something that helped them be inspired or something to help change their mood, just like real atmospheric music. So, you know, to tie in with the water, like that's 70% of our body, that's 70% of the world. It's kind of a wavy world, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's kind of like the glue of that. And I just like wavy music that just makes you feel a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. So do you feel like there's you're always going to be involved with music. Like it's always going to be a part of your life in some sort of way, because you were an artist at one point too. Ain't that right? I am an artist, but uh, still, still. Okay. I actually um, used to teach music in high school as well. So Mm. yeah. And I do mentorship for that now. That's like a side thing that I'm very passionate about. So yeah, definitely. I think music is something that we can all teach through. It's a very great teaching tool. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the first teaching tools that we use when we teach baby songs, rock kids to sleep, 
That's true. Kids that can be seized. Clean up, clean so, up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, everything comes with like a melody, our rhythm, our voices, our melodic. So, you know, we're, we're musical by nature. Do you have a baby shark mix? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, shit. We got to drop a bomb for that right there, right quick. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that. Uh, Listen, that, that. I hate that fucking song. Right? Don't fucking I hate on Baby hate Shark. Baby Shark. I might listen to a spec version of it, hey. and that might be the only version I would vibe with. But I like, I fucking hate that song. So. I can't. I can't hear you. Pretty ass. I can't hear you. I can't there. hear your voice the same anymore, Stella. Because now that I've heard the wavy mix, all I hear is. You are now listening to Spec the Kid. That's all I hear now when I hear your voice. Ain't that you? Uh, <laughs> uh, one of them is, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I was like, yo, I need your voice. No, and I was like, clever. why? It's horrible. <laughs> you got that Daria voice. And then he plays it and he puts it in the shit. And I actually listen to your, your mixes. So I hear myself and I'm like, oh my God. I told him I'll never get used to it. You know what's what funny? A- one of my, uh, like one of my friends thinks that it's a porn voice. She's like, yeah, that, <laughs> that sounds like such a porn voice. I'm like, ah. chill, chill. <laughs> For a good time, Paul. <laughs> oh. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll never get used to that shit. Yeah. Hey. Um. I wanted to. I wanted to ask. Delay <laughs> track. Yeah. 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 Uh, <clears throat> Stella, if if Spec wrote you some bars, would you spit the bars on a track for him? Would you be down with that? Um, I would try, but I, like I said, my voice is horrible. Like I don't know. I would need direction as if i was in preschool being taught how to do like anything honestly that's just that's that that's that kind of step by step i I need the algebraic direction do it like easy e we got to do it like how uh they recorded easy e it was like one line then the next line yeah that's what i would need and then i trust you wizard you know to put it all together to make it actually sound like it wasn't horrible for me (laughs) Hey, Spec, what do you like to use? Do you like to use Logic, Pro Tools, or is that giving too much information out to the to uh, people? You can ask anything. I use uh, Reason 11 right now, so the sweet version, and I do have Logic. I record like my own like personal reference songs in Logic. Mm-hmm. I use Pro Tools here for more engaged sessions, and then I use DJ Pro for my mixes. Nice. That's very nice. And I don't know what any of those are, but I was awesome. just thinking that. I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, Estella's like, uh, okay. We're I'm gonna, uh, I've we're heard gonna... <laughs> of Pro Tools, I think. I'm pretty sure I've heard of that one, but I'm gonna okay. let them they're all things the music that, talk. They're all things that work like when you turn them on and then like there's mess- buttons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. So they're all good. Fancy <laughs> stuff on the screen. Awesome. Got it. Dude, so 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 you make you make beats as well, huh? I produce. Produce. Excuse me. Gosh, I just said like I just I just basically like offended a producer. No, when (laughs) when you ask a producer, hey, do you make beats? Like, uh, no, I produce. (laughs) I I mean, at one point I made beats because it was just making beats, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know how to produce. I didn't know how to, um, as a producer, arrange and structure music for an artist other than myself. And I think because. 
I was so musical, it was a little bit easier as I kind of, you know, started making more beats, but mm-hmm. I don't take offense to that kind of shit, man. Like, I'm, that's all good, bro. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I don't know, man. So some people do, but I, like, I was just talking with somebody that's, earlier. That's <laughs> man, I got to have the laugh track ready, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, because I, I was I was talking with somebody today and Your internet wasn't tripping. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I'm sorry everybody if it's like glitchy right now, but it's just it's just what we're dealing with right now. My Wi-Fi. I don't know how many times I gotta uh, talk crap about Cox, but Cox, come on, man. You're blowing it, Cox. I have a I have a hit podcast show. Come on, man. You gotta get with it. But I was talking I with somebody. No, nah, they hear me. They hear me. Anyways. I was talking with somebody earlier today. Could you hear me, Spec? I'm like all nervous now. I'm like, fuck, man, nobody can hear me. All right, so I was talking with somebody earlier today, and I was telling them, like, as an artist, because I I don't know, you you probably don't know this, but I um, at one point was an artist myself, and, you know, I recorded music and, you know, put out all the, you know, mixtapes, albums, what have you. And now that I'm doing podcasting, like it's such a different form of creativity. Like it's like a a free form uh, creative session, right? And we just talk and we just pretty much have a good time. And it's like really chill. Like it's like you're just chilling and like you put it out, people consume it, however they consume it. They watch it on YouTube. They listen to it on whatever, um, you know, audio platform they're listening to. And it is what it is. Like if somebody told me, oh, man, I don't like your podcast. I'll be like, okay, whatever. But like as an artist, if somebody told me I don't like your song, I'm like, butthurt, you know? Like it's it's such a, like as an artist, like you're way more sensitive about what you're curating and what you're making and what you're putting your effort into. Um, do, can you can you relate to that at all, Spec? Did, did I cut out at all? Did you no, hear me? No, you're good. You just went through like the... Like the matrix glitch. You, you gotta start watch. doing this yeah. when that happens. <laughs> start dodging the bullet. Yeah. Do you do you feel what I'm saying though, man? Like I hear you. Um to answer that, uh I mean, I think every artist has gone through growing pains. That's like natural shit. It's normal shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look, first time you try to holler at a girl, you probably got curved. You yeah. So yeah. it's like the same shit with like with music. Like first rhymes you spit was probably S. So, right. you know, and I remember some of my first lyrics and they were terrible. So, you know, like when I think back, it's just like all in fun. And to fast forward, I feel now that I am kind of creatively accelerated and I do have a talent and I know how to hone into it. Mm-hmm. That I can go back and listen to my stuff and be like, damn, like I grew. But fuck, this shit was trash, bro. Like this shit that I used to think was dope was fucking whack. And I was just yeah. doing that yesterday. Like I actually like was sitting and playing like some of my old beats from 2002, 2003. Some of the stuff when I was in college, like uh-huh. no, this shit was kind of weak, bro. Like <laughs> I was kind of gassing myself with this weak shit. Like, you know, yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I just think being able to 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 reflect on your art just gives you the the passion to to be honest with it, I think if you're really like a, a musician or an artist with anything, like mm-hmm. with you guys, with your podcast, I'm pretty sure you go back to some of the ones in the infancy of it. And they're like, yo, we're kind of fucking, you know, stumbling. This is kind of, hey. <laughs> for sure. You know what I mean? And now like you guys got to move. No, move. not once. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's so, it's so, it's so fun, man. Like just growing in whatever your, your creative art is. 
So I, I 100% feel that because I know for sure I'm, if me and Stella went back to episode one, we'd be like, damn, we were trash on episode one. <laughs> First of all, I feel like episode one was actually pretty decent. Okay. Maybe, Maybe two, two and three, three, two and three. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Episode but the rest, one was cool. gold. No, I'm just kidding. I think what I didn't like the most about that is- like, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good first episode. I think what I didn't like- Yeah, you guys, most. like, I mean, I said I watched all of them, and not to cut you off, Jay, but no, I watched all of them, and you guys, like- you guys have a good dynamic. I think, honestly, like, it's learning how to be on camera and interact in different spaces. And then with this COVID shit, this is some unexpected fucking wild fucking West, like, mm-hmm. Haley's Comet bullshit. Like, we just got hit with Haley's Comet, like, honestly, like, you know? So we really are, like, in a different time and having to relearn how to interact in a fucking different kind of medium is, like, a whole new thing, dude. Like, so you right. guys are- you know, you guys did your thing. You guys are doing your thing. We here. You know, we vibing. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm definitely vibing right now. What you sipping on over there, bro? Oh man. You know, I, I do. I, I do good things. There's some Centauri right here. Hey. Oh, okay. My brother got some of that for Christmas. That's what I'm working with tonight. Okay. Okay. We going back. We going back. Yeah. Yeah. E40 right now. Yeah. Crown Crown Royal. E40 was on that Crown Royal. Man, you know, E40's got some good some <laughs> That's good what stuff. I call. Yeah, his wine is. Oh yeah, I like I like you know I like the slur cane. I don't know if you've ever had that, but yeah, man, you know I'm I'm from that area out there, and Mm -hmm. um, so I'm 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 very you know well versed on the the Bay Area rap scene and whatnot. I love it, man. I went on a a vineyard tour to his uh, vineyard and fucking got super drunk. And- oh, shit. <laughs> wine fucks you up. People really underestimate wine. It was lit. He was super cool. We ate like these crazy big ass steaks and all these good veggies and shit. It was like- Oh, he was there? Yeah, he was there. That's this dope. like when his vineyard just opened. Like this was like really early on. Where is it? Is, is it in like Napa? I've, I've never even, I didn't oh, know his uh, vineyard was like a public. One, the very first one that we went to was in Gilroy. So yeah, oh, that was, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I think they moved up to Napa after, or moved to Napa Valley. A random fact about Gilroy, uh, Stella, you might you might be into this. Um, Never even heard of a motherfucking Gilroy. Okay, so mad onions. Mad, <laughs> no garlic, garlic, mad garlic. They have the garlic festival out there, but okay, the, yeah, the fact that I wanted to drop is that that is the only city that has garlic fries at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Because they're so well known for their garlic. Yep. Well, random fact. I don't eat McDonald's, but you know McDonald's is probably a lot healthier than people think. Everybody Sweet. watches. Everybody watches the. I cannot agree with. Come that. on, spec. Let, hear me out, spec. Look, look, people are. <laughs> you know, they get creeped out about the McDonald's, right? Because it doesn't go bad, right? Like you could leave a burger out for a month and it'll look the same from day one. Uh, How's that a fact, bad thing? How's that a bad thing? A pu- because it doesn't fucking <laughs> real food molds and you know decays and decomposes like people, mm-hmm. right? Except for Cher, she's somehow still very well put together, but. Right. <laughs> she's got that embalming fluid um i want to pass for share i actually just saw like a post on somebody's facebook <laughs> that they have like a mcdonald's cheeseburger and fries that are still there like 20 years later that's disgusting yo, i have j- not eaten that shit in forever oh yo, yo jay 
Whatever. Any fucking burger that costs 29 cents to buy <laughs> is fucking horrible, bro. And I was in 98, dude. So they got real beef now, though. I remember. They got real beef now. Nah. Uh, mm-hmm. Nah, we good. How do you, bro? If it's not $50 Wagyu beef on a fucking. Oh, my bad. Burger, then we could. Cool, not bad, <laughs> Wavy World. Not doing my bad. Yeah, you got to eat good and take care of your body. You know? Man, no, no. That's facts. I mean, you definitely got to take care of the body. I mean, I'm I'm somebody who, you know, I care about that kind of stuff. I mean, probably not tonight because I got the Crown Royal and Bud Light popping right now. But um, I definitely want to, you know, like start getting on more of a diet and whatnot and minusing out the... Uh, man, I just can't help myself. Like, I, I always tell... Everybody like, man, I fucking love McDonald's. I gotta get it at least like twice a month, man. And yesterday, listen though, listen, hear me. <laughs> the McRib sandwich, fire. That's not even ribs, bro. That's, that's not, like something. That's it? not ribs. You don't think that's, it's ribs? That's the McFib, bro. That's the McFib. <laughs> it's the McFib. It's lying to you, bro. Fuck, man. She is lying. You got me. You, you got gotta me quit McDonald's. Worried. That shit is gross. You know what's funny is after so long of not eating it, when you try to taste it again, like years later, it's disgusting. It's like I can't believe I liked this shit. It's disgusting. No, it's when you go vegan and try to go back from being vegan, which I did. That's when shit gets fucked up. I couldn't eat pork for like six months because. I don't know. I try not just... to eat pork. The only time I eat pork is I do eat bacon. I like bacon. They said that's like the closest thing to to human meat. I mean, I don't know who. Yeah, why y'all on these rumors, man? I'm, I'm ruining <laughs> bacon for everybody. Hey, um, I I think uh, like any any everything's nasty if you really think about it. As far as like veggies, fucking everything has something in it. Mm-hmm. So it's really just about finding the best thing possible to eat. And then beyond that, like there's the post therapy of cleaning your body out after you eat. Like I do a detox every night before I go to sleep. I have like a detox pill and I take one every night before I go to sleep because I know that I smoke a lot of weed and I fucking am on the go a lot. So with those two things, like it's like, yo, I have to counterbalance like the stuff that I'm in taking to be able to maintain the type of lifestyle I have. And I'm I love In and Out. I know Estella hates that shit. Oh, <laughs> you you don't like In and Out, Stella? I think it's nah. overrated, like highly overrated. I'm bro. with you. Like spent. I've had In and Out maybe a handful of times in the last like. 20 years dude let me tell you why you don't like in and out stella because you don't get a double double with diced chilies animal style and animal style fries that's where you go wrong you don't get i prefer a chicken sandwich if i'm gonna keep it 1000 now i do fuck with in and out fries and i know most people don't but they're real potatoes that i know of right don't tell me any different i don't want to hear it but um, so I do fuck with their fries. Obviously, I've had a burger from there before. I just don't think it's like this. I saw this tweet and it couldn't have been more accurate. And you know this when you live out of the state of California is when you go anywhere, anybody who's been to California, the way that they'll try to connect with you is like, oh, in and out, right? Right? Am I right? It's good, mm. right? It's so bomb. It's this, that, and that. Why you got to make them sound like, like that, though? You act like only white surfers go there. Because there's yeah. a bunch of bros that do that shit. It's all yeah. bro. bro it's shit. like right. I've lived in four states. It's that and I've been to like 20 something states. And that's literally the one thing that they're going to try to like, 
in and out, huh? You know what I mean? Like, that's what they're trying to, like, connect with you with and, like, have something in common and, like, try to, like, stunt on the people around them who haven't been to California. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think it's that good. Okay. Random question. And and, and it's going to tie back into this conversation. But random random question. When's the last time either of you been to Disneyland? Fourteen uh, years. Two thousand. Oh wait, no, that's wrong. Seven, eighteen, two thousand eighteen. Two thousand and fourteen for me. I do believe no, two thousand thirteen. Okay, what's your favorite? Why food? you ask? What's your favorite food there? Did that you could recall? The shit that I sneak in. <laughs> Damn. Time out. Hold on. Um, yeah, expect the kid, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, okay, let me ask you this. All right, next question. Uh, do you guys like the turkey legs there? Mm-mm. I no? had one the last time I was there. I, I don't like turkey. shared it with my kids. I don't like turkey, so I don't even eat turkey for Thanksgiving. Um, okay, all right. All if right. I eat turkey, it is always the legs. I, I prefer the dark meat. Okay, oh. I'm all right. So, it's the best, it tastes the best. Okay, so. <clears throat> The reason why I brought this up and it's because when Speck was telling you about the potatoes at In-N-Out and you were covering your ears, you didn't want to hear it. I had one of those moments one day when I was uh, doing Uber, when I was driving Uber. And um, it was somebody who worked at Disneyland in the car and we were talking about Disneyland, right? All right. So Uh, I don't want to hear it already. Do I? Is it something? Somebody do something in a turkey? No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Not, They Jesus. didn't do nothing to the turkey. They weren't like butt fucking turkeys in the back or nothing. But um, they weren't making the turkeys like dance and do funny stuff. No, no. Go ahead, right. continue. Sorry. No, 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 no. So the turkey legs that everybody's infatuated with at Disneyland is actually not turkey at all. It's fucking ham. Chicken. It's like hot dog, basically. It's like a hot dog. Yeah, it's not even it's a, really. A, it's a pig. Yeah, it's not even turkey. It's like, you know, some kind of processed meat that they put on a bone and make it look like a turkey leg. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Spank? How do you wait? How do you construct something like that? I don't that? fucking know. I have no That's idea. Shit out the Flintstones, bro. That shit is- Dude. When she I know. Me, I thought it was like a brontosaurus leg. When she told me that, all right, because I, you know, we were having like a Disney conversation or whatever, and I'm, I'm telling her, oh, Thank I fucking God, love the turkey legs, and she's like, do you know those aren't really turkey legs? I'm like, hold on, don't, don't do this to me right now. She said, no, they're not. They're like, it's like some kind of processed meat they put on there. Well, it's all processed. And I'm like, fuck. Let, let me tell you how much I used to like these turkey legs. I, when I lived in San Diego, um, I. All right, I had one of those Disney passports, right? So I could go to Disneyland whenever with the thing. Shit is expensive as fuck. I wouldn't get it right now. Um, but uh, I would literally, I would literally, me, Erica, and Ari, we would drive to Disneyland and I would literally go in there because I had a fucking passport thing and I can go in there as I please, right? Fucking stunting on them right quick. I know. Don't hate on me. Um, and I would go in there and get fucking turkey legs well i thought they were turkey legs and drive them all the way back home i would go there just (laughs) for the turkey legs if i would have known that that was not a real turkey i would not have drove two hours for some fucking turkey legs from disneyland to bring them home to put on some rice with some hot sauce if i if i if i would have known i could have just went to the fucking grocery store and got some oscar meyer hot dogs so nasty 
Yeah. Anyways, I know that was like uh, some random, some random talk right there. Spec, you so just I- ruined my daughter's <laughs> birthday trip for me. Are you serious? From like, from like seven, six, eight years ago, honestly. She's like, I ate a pig six years ago. I mean, I didn't <laughs> eat much. We we all shared one, like everybody that was there with us. But like, ugh. I feel like betrayed by Disneyland at this point after finding that out. Disneyland. I feel like we're going to be able to contact them later at some point. Like, hey, if you suffered from this later, you might be entitled to compensation. Real like, talk, though. I feel like that might happen. Hey, look, if somebody could sue Red Bull for the fucking drink not actually giving them wings, I feel like we should be able to sue Disneyland for giving us not actual turkeys, right? <laughs> I feel like that's false advertisement. I don't know. I feel saying. like I fucking feel all that shit fake down there, like not how they made the boysenberry like you know what i mean like that's a fucking made-up berry that they just created and sold to the world like it was like this thing that was around for thousands of years but i don't even know what a boysenberry is i had it's not (laughs) it's like a made it's a made berry like it's a spliced berry that they that the dude um that owns knott's berry farm our own knott's berry Uh farm actually like created with another farmer and then they sold it to the it's world. It's just like a hybrid of two berries. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got to stop trying to make random shit. Like, I actually... That's I- what I'm saying. Isn't that how COVID got here? Why the yeah. fuck were, are you trying to see what would happen but if you was- don't create it? Or like it doesn't that- exist. Or like the That fucking- was in the 20s, though, which is crazy. Or like that fucking fake... Uh- vegan Dude, beef they be making that beyond that beyond i know do your dance jimmy because you're fucking there you go <laughs> am i back yeah i mean kind of yeah all right we're just yeah i mean it is what it fake is at vegan this point. beef yeah yeah like yeah the i don't like beef. to eat those a lot yeah i, I try to give that to uh my father-in-law one night and um like so like you know we we had the the vegan burgers but we didn't tell him that there were vegan burgers and we, we gave it to him and he was like what the fuck is this he's like what kind of bullshit is this this is not beef and he's like no he started spitting it out but that's that shit that they make in the in in those those plants and whatnot who knows what they're putting in all that shit you know I don't know. The all I know is that the Impossible Burger does taste pretty fucking good. So they said that that's not good for you, though. They said that, it, that it, nothing that tastes good really is. Let's keep it one thousand. So that's why some people eat ass. I tried. <laughs> oh, I tried an Impossible Burger at this like little diner in Oregon, and it was super fucking bomb. Hey, hey, Spec, have you ever ate ass? Who had, what man hasn't? That guy right there, my I co-host. Eat I don't eat ass. Anti-ass. I did try. I did try it one night though. I did try to. He eat He won't ass. even go down on someone if they haven't showered. Can you believe that? I mean, uh, that's dude. a little thing. I mean, I, that's a. Would you spend honestly? Got <laughs> a. That's a Bob and Weave question. That's a Bob and Weave question because some women. I mean, they're not all the same. I get it. Yeah. You know, some girls, when they sweat, it's everything comes out. And you don't necessarily want to indulge in that at that time. But some girls, when they sweat, it's actually kind of fire. And, you know, when you're having sex, you're going to sweat anyway. And you're probably like. Maybe. You'll probably get head and then kiss your girl in the mouth. Like, what's the difference? 
I'm done in a minute. Sometimes I don't even get to the sweat. Hey, yeah, get yours, get how you live, baby. It's, <laughs> it's not all good, Erica. Uh, we should talk. <laughs> are you, hey, do what you gotta do, dog. You, know, <laughs> you better watch your. I like mouth. to be there. I like to be there for a while, but it's all good. We all different. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I feel like honestly though, all right, let's, let's keep it real though. Like, you don't want to be there for a while if it's like somebody you've been with like a thousand times. Like after a while, no, you're just. True. Yes, it is true because that's after, no, but have you ever been with somebody that you've been with that many times though? What's the longest relationship yeah. you've had? Yeah. 12 years. Okay, well, I stand corrected. I mean, in that relationship, in that in that relationship, I was a couple of years older than my girl at the time. So I was more experienced in certain things, you know, mm-hmm. but I always think like sex should be inventive. Like I'm always I've always been the type of person that has thought about sex in that way, where it's like, yo, like you have to have like a, a undying passion towards the person you're with. Arch mm-hmm. track like dudes be out here like having a gang of girls and like they can't fuck them right. Or like you see a bunch of women online like, oh, man, like this dude can't even last three, four minutes and blah, blah, blah. And they'd be committed and fucking all in love with these loser ass dudes. And I'm like, bro, like you can't even fuck your girl right and you like trash. And so, these dudes yeah. swag around like they're fucking God's gift to women too. And that's the I, that's why I'm against like fake orgasms, man. Don't be making these guys feel good that aren't doing shit for you. I ask, I ask every woman before an uh, encounter or after an encounter, like how I made her feel. Because uh-huh. that's important. And, like communication is important to know that you're delivering because you could have this sense of fucking ego and this false sense of security when it comes to sex. And then actually just be like, I'm just ripping off and I'm getting mine off. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm just fucking UFC (laughs) savaging you out. And then the girl is just fucking, Oh, you know what I mean? She's getting beat up the whole process. And then the only reason why she's down to do that is because she's with you. It's not because she enjoys it. It's because she she committed to a relationship with you and she don't want to hurt you. And I think a lot of men don't realize like their their sensitivity and their sensuality. Like a lot of dudes ain't tapping into that because they think it's some weak shit. But what if both what if both what if both people are not pros at sex? And like maybe they never knew that they were both not pros at sex. Like I better watch some porn. What the fuck? Oh shit. No, that's what that's for that's what that's for people you know like i i had a girlfriend and she was so against porn she was like it's you're cheating you're cheating i was like bro you're kind of weak though (laughs) for real you're kind of weak and like wait 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 so you said you said what did you say can you retrace that my my i had a girlfriend and i was in a a relationship with the chick and she didn't Uh really she didn't enjoy porn because she felt that it was emotionally cheating because you know that that was layered with her insecurities but also I, it, it makes sense because women want to be adored and they want to be the focus of a man's attention especially if they're in a relationship so if i'm lusting hypothetically over another woman in order to reach a sexual conclusion uh-huh. it's going to make that woman feel jealous and she's going to you know women compete just like we do for women like you know right, what i'm saying right, right, right. so there's always that and then my thing with her was like yo this is a tool like, I'm into you. Look how I perform with you. That's yeah. not the issue. The issue is 
your lack of performance in these things. So either two things are going to happen. Like I'm a, I'm a break up with you. I'm going to seek something else. And either one's going to hurt you because of this. And that's the important part of a relationship. If you can't sexually and intimately connect with somebody, how the fuck are you going to be with them for 20 years? That's yeah. You got to be compatible. Uh, nah, all I, the ways. I, I definitely 100% agree with that because even if like you satisfy each other in other areas, at some point you are going to come to, uh, across on the roads and you're gonna you're gonna have to figure out another another challenge and that being if you're not super compatible uh sexually i mean that that will become an issue especially if you've you know if you're in a, a long a long-term relationship or marriage i feel right. like you will come to that point where you gotta figure that part out uh, i mean unless it's just already fine and dandy but that's not always the case so i mean man no that's that's some uh that's some good shit, Spec. What what about this though? What 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 if is there like what if there's some kind of mutual agreement though? Like what if you both could come to some kind of conclusion that like okay, well we do love each other and we we don't want this to ever stop, but we're not all the way compatible in that area. What about like hall passes or something like that. That's why I think that's why people create relationships where they swing or they have open relationships mm, and marriages mm-hmm. because they realize the value in, you know, like life is an investment, you know? So when you invest in somebody for a long period of time, you go through the ups, you go through the downs, you go through the disappointments, you go through the whole range, whatever marriage or long term relationships may be. Sometimes people have that sexually incompatible state and they choose because of the love about, you know, regarding all the other parts of their relationship to say, hey, like we trust each other and love each other enough to still make each other happy. So go and enjoy that, but come home to me. And yeah. for me, like, that's kind of crazy because I've, I've seen my parents, you know, together for pretty much my entire life, you know, my stepmom and my dad, yeah. but um, that's kind of, you know, more power to them. Like if you could share your wife and be like, yo, like I just want to watch and fucking see you get like, get yours off. And like, then it's like, damn, okay, cool. And like, if the wife wants to be like, yo, like, you know what I mean? I'm not like, I'm lazy. I'm not doing it, but everywhere else, like, I love you. You go get some and that's what they do that then that's cool like i think every, like i said everyone's different so i can't really judge that personally like hmm, hmm. I, I feel like i hmm. feel like no nah, i hear you know that is a super tricky uh, a, a tricky um thing because i mean like it, it it takes a special a special person a special couple that has a uh, a real, real understanding, I think, but I think it's uh, a part psychological too. Like because if it comes down to that, like maybe those people they had a past that m- might have did something to their mind. All right, so where I'm going with this is like, all right, let's say the guy is somebody who has sex with hundreds of girls, and, and then he finds a woman that he really loves. Right. And he gets with her. Now he's not having sex with hundreds of girls no more. Right. He's he's having sex with one woman. And now he's been with this woman for, I don't know, let's just say 10 years or whatnot. Like psychologically in his mind, he still has that desire to conquer the opposite sex. Right. And then but he can't do it no more. So 
what what happens at that point? And but he loves the the woman that he's with. You know? Um, I mean, I can't I can't necessarily like say what the outcome is, but I I lean on to nature, man. Like humans are fucking selfish and we're fucked up because mm-hmm. we're manipulative. Every mm-hmm. other species of mammal fucks everything every season. Mm-hmm. Every season, like you got a lion who fucks all of the lionesses. 30 of them. You know what I mean? He goes, and that's just nature. Same things with wolves. Like it's always like survival of the fittest strength, but with us and humans and empathy and emotions and pain and loss and loyalty and all these fucking social constructs that we've created with our words, mm-hmm. we've created this ideology that monogamy is everything and it's the only thing. And that is what you have to abide by or shit's fucked up and it's wrong. And if you, emotionally attached to this person while you're with someone in a relationship you're the worst person in the world but we're going against our fucking our nature as people like you know what i mean there still has to be a balance of being able to thrive and feel those emotions but still be able to hold back and kind of learn how to develop all those emotions within one thing as well like you know yeah so do you think that so you think that people aren't inherently monogamous not at all and but you think monogamy is something that people can live by and still be happy with for like sure satisfied as humans i think i think monogamy is it's a learned behavior so you know what but, it be- i mean i agree that it's not for everybody i just you know yeah i think with monogamy being a learned behavior you have people who ideally will shut off their emotional side and their natural impulsive side to say hey I'm just doing the right thing. Tunnel vision. I'm Catholic. Like, let me cross my legs. Like, I can't have sex with this person before marriage. All these rules that lead up to what? Because now you married this dude and he can't fuck you good. And now you're like, oh, I hate my I hate my marriage. Like, you that's know the I mean? thing, though. People shouldn't marry people unless they know them really well. I think it takes a good solid few years of really getting to know somebody and making sure that those boxes are checks prior to committing on that level like but again it doesn't always happen when you have religion that is a part of our social construct right and ties have to get married prior to all that shit exactly like you know what i mean religion circumcision fucking quinceaneras like all of these things that lead up to this moment and Mm -hmm. then it's almost it's really kind of fucked up that women are like placated in this space where it's like yo like men do all these things and your reward is sex with the woman Mm-hmm. like that's it so what the fuck do you think men are gonna do we're gonna get a job we're gonna get a car we're gonna get all this cool shit to fuck a girl and then be like okay what's next like yeah. that is the vast majority of the world that and has for us that was the destination was right. being chosen to be fucked right mm. you know like right. so we so have we have all of these things and all these crossed wires so for me it's just really like basic like if you feel somebody have these conversations and be like open and be vulnerable because vulnerability is actually like the, the truest way to get somebody to be closer to you. Build intimacy. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's like, yo, like, this yeah. shit, like Jimmy, I don't need ass, babe. Like, fuck. You're like, oh, no, like, I, you know, I, I won't go down there. And then your wife is like, well, you better, you know what I'm saying? You better, you I'm know about to I somebody who will. Shit. Yeah. You know? She like, want nobody to eat her ass. I could, I could tell you that right now. <laughs> She, hey man, I tried one night. I tried one night. She was like, What are you doing? And I was like, Oh, sorry, I was 
gonna eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women are scared of that world though because of like germs and you know all of this other shit. And to me, it's like, bro, like this is a part of your body. Like, if I'm gonna worship your body, I'm gonna worship your body. And yeah. you have a bunch of nerves there too, and you can actually orgasm that way too. But you feel me? Don't just talk mm -hmm. all this shit about how bomb you are at sex and you don't even know your body. Like, chill. Like, well, no, I think it's, it's the thing with ass play that's a little scary is like you don't want them to go from your ass back into your vagina because that equals oh, yeast, yeast infection. infection. Yeah, yeah, and we ain't trying to play that way. That's going to happen. That's a fucking nightmare. That's, that's also happen. a man knowing. Man, man, but that's the thing. Like, like I had to give a schooling of fucking this conversation like what a podcast or two ago. Like how easy it is to get a fucking yeast infection as a woman. Like Disgusting. literally having sugar, fucking Nasty. yeast infection, alcohol, tight mm -hmm. clothes. All our fucking clothes are tight these days. Like that. shit. Like it's so easy to get it. It's not disgusting. It sucks. <laughs> I didn't okay? think you heard me. <laughs> I fucking heard you. You always talking about a woman's body like it's disgusting. Your balls whoa, are gross. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out. No, I shit. don't. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that, because then the woman listeners are going to think that. Don't put pocket. it in her ass, and then in her vagina, she gets a yeast infection, and then you call her disgusting. Fellas, if you got to ask for a head, it's time to cheat. No, I'm playing. No. I got that, I got that from a meme. I got that from a meme. I, I, I don't really you feel that, that way. Meme. I know. I, I don't really. it was funny. I know. I don't really feel that way. Think about how fucked up that is, though. Like, if you have to, like, be in a position where, your wife's not into you enough where she just wants to fucking give you dumb. It's an insult. It's an insult right. when they won't just do right. things. Like they should want to gobble you up. I feel like if I don't want to <laughs> gobble you up, you're not right. my man. Oh shit. Hey, oh fuck. Glizzy, right. the glizzy gobbler. That's, That's right. right. That's, <laughs> right. Why, That's why I put the goblin on the post on Instagram. Oh shit. <laughs> Is that why you did it? <laughs> I didn't even see the post. I was like, I don't get I it. Cool. It <laughs> I got to check it out, man. That's funny. Yeah. It, was yeah. like, it was like a little goblin Sam party and shit. Hey, where do you oh, live? Oh, that makes sense now. Hey, where do you live? Makes sense back? now. I live in LA. I'm in LA. Yeah, I'm in LA. Damn, man. I can't wait till the world gets back to normal, man. That way I could get out to LA and San Diego and whatnot and just be open and not have to feel fucking like there's curfews and I can't go out and be around people. I can't raw dog the air, you know. I just want to get back to normal. I know everybody wants to get back to normal, but you know, I mean, I still live my life. I still get out and do whatever. I mean, being in Vegas, I mean, there's still a lot to do in Vegas and what have you and shit. I mean, in in March, I'm about to be flying out to San Diego. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to Mexico, uh, Rosarito for the, these Muay Thai fights. And um, are you big? Are you big into Muay Thai? No, I'm big into boxing, but Muay Thai, here. yeah, Muay Thai is very, very entertaining. No, nah, it's super I, dope. I took Muay Thai for like two years. I have uh, three black belts in three different disciplines. So slide, slide through, man. March March 13th in Rosarito, man. Going to be out there. And the last time I went to Rosarito, I almost died. I'm cool. You can have it. <laughs> yeah, I know. He told me that. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that, bro. I'm not trying to fucking, Wait, like, we've been pulled over and I've been straight robbed. Like, I'm not playing these games with. People well, you, down there. You look robable. I got into I got into a fight with some dude in uh tequilas across from Papa's and Beer. Uh -huh. Papa's and Beer. 
security, the security fucking rushed us and like tried to rob us and was like, we're going to kill you in Spanish. And they didn't think I knew Spanish. So I was like, yo, bro, I play basketball. I'm from fucking L.A., dude. Chill. Yeah. I was like, I got fucking $80. I threw some money on the floor and their eyes got all big and then they ran out. But yeah, dude, I'm cool. They, they, yeah. they were happy with 80 bucks, huh? Yeah, they were. My well, life. That's a lot of money down there. Dollars. Every well, time, yeah. every time I go to Mexico, and I hope nobody in Mexico somehow comes across this podcast and is prepared <laughs> for me. But every time I go to Mexico, I have like a couple twenty stash in my sock just in case. I for go, sure, <laughs> you know, always tell you leave some money in the hotel, hide some money in the car, and have yeah. some money in your sock. So if you do get robbed, you have other locations to get money. Like, yeah, you gotta be prepared. I lived in Europe for years, like. It's fucking dangerous. I lived in Croatia, man. Like fools are trying to what rob fuck? every fucking day, dude. What, what like, were you doing day. out there? Were you in the military? No, nah, I played pro basketball. Oh shit! Yeah, that's fucking dope, man. That must have been a, an experience, right? Yeah, I lived there, and I lived in Greece and Crete and a couple other fucking Eastern Bloc countries, Romania and shit. Have you uh, added? Have you dope. added that that Drake song "Greece" to one of your mixes? I feel like you. Nah, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't fuck with Drake. He's like, nope. Where you now I fuck with Drake on the last mix. I put a, a Drake remix on there, Unjaded. Oh, Jaded? I like yeah. Jaded. Where are you going to ask, Stella? Uh, I was going to say... It doesn't you? matter. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. <laughs> you're lucky you're in Vegas. Just know that. This whole fucking audience knows that, too. Look, know see, did you play. see her eyes right now when she said that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she does. She is a fucking aggressive Mercury, person. Mercury, bro. I know. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I was going to say that Mr. Worldwide, if you could talk about your story of getting kidnapped. Oh, man. <laughs> you got Africa. kidnapped? Yeah, in high school. Oh, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> but I am going to laugh a little bit. Just go ahead. No. <laughs> go ahead. I'm just, um, go just ahead. a short summation. I went, to, I went to Egypt in high school, and me and eight other students got kidnapped by some fucking mercenaries and shit. They took us to Morocco. And uh, they had us like basically in like some encampment for fucking eight days. And because these fools are thirsty, like all men around the world, they let some girl get out and she snuck out and she wound up helping us get rescued. Damn. There's a lot of other details, but I don't want to give the podcast too crazy of it. But it was pretty <laughs> fucked up, bro. Like we no, got that beat sounds up. scary, though. That does we got scary. beat up. And like, you know, by that time, I was already like able to protect myself. But, you know, you got like, 30 fucking men like beating on us and shit and you know trying to take turns on the couple girls that we had there it was like a really fucked up experience like but i i kind of share that story sometimes because i think that it's kind of hilarious that i made it back like you know no, that i went to egypt and you're like ah and, and, yeah you know? <laughs> but you know that's crazy i would die my other my boy who got kidnapped with me he got kidnapped as a kid by his dad and his dad took him to Saudi Arabia and to Mecca all the way from Detroit. So that was already the second time that he had already been kidnapped in the Middle East. So it was fucking nuts. Like, so, yeah. That's crazy. Like, who can really say, like, how how likely is that to happen? Like, this guy's, yo, twice. Mm-hmm. What's up? Like, yeah, he got kidnapped before twice. I turned 18. <laughs> Nah, you know, it's mostly going to be like young girls that can say that, like, you know, yeah. especially in that time. But I definitely feel, uh, feel, yeah, that's gra- crazy. That's I, feel crazy. Gra- I feel grateful that never happened to me. And, you know, I pray that never happens to anybody I know. But that's some scary shit, man. That, that shit happens. That's the scariest shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't imagine as a parent, like what your parents probably went through. Man, that's off the pot. (laughs) (laughs) My pops was like, yes! (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) Finally got rid of this dude. Finally got rid of him. I was a little troublemaker. Like I had really good grades all through high school. And I was like a, almost the valedictorian if I had fucking good satisfactory behavioral grades. But mm. I was a fuck up. I used to fight all the time and get into trouble and ditch all the time. Just show up for tests because I knew I could pass them. Like I had the bat, I had the papers in my pocket. So the counselor would be like, hey, you're, you got a test on Friday. I got the work. Come pick it up. And I would just be at home just kicking it like I was making. I had a job in high school. I was already making money. So I didn't really mm-hmm. care too much about school. So college was perfect for me because I could just play sports, make my own schedule, kick it with random homies, fucking chill with my lady and like do my, just my life shit. And it made life so much more accelerated for me because that's already where I needed to be, you know? So, yeah, I hear you, man. I I was the same in high school, man. I I, I wasn't like all about school, but I always did what I had to do to just make sure I passed. And, you know, actually I used to pay people to do all my work. Um, Yeah. Cause I, I, well, I I actually had my own business in high school. Um, I was a I had my Funny own. Like you. No, listen, Pretty listen. Balling. No, 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 no. I wasn't balling. I, I I was cutting hair out of my garage, and so I I would get a lot of you know you know clients from my the football squad baseball squad and all that and i would be pretty busy you know so i like definitely wasn't balling or nothing but i definitely would have a couple hundred in my in my pocket every day you know what i mean in high school so yeah i would pay people to do my work man that's balling and, in high school bro. that's balling in high school dude and I, true. especially and, back then and i and that's i and fun. i and, and i sold things on the low um you know like uh, <laughs> race cars and um you know like hot wheels shit like that you know yeah Oh, that's what you're nicknaming him? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just dropped out of high school and started working. But, that doesn't but fucking surprise I was a straight-A student, you know, <laughs> up until the odd, and then I started doing dumb shit, and I just dropped out and started working. But I did graduate college, so whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. We all have different paths. Hey, I didn't what? even get a diploma. I got the CH, the chess P. I took the proficiency to get out of school early because I, I got my ged i did i did homeschool senior. on my uh on my half of the, the second half of my senior year so that i wouldn't get expelled because um yeah just getting in trouble fighting and stuff like that i, I got expelled for fighting uh, like the week <laughs> of my prom and i was like prom king and shit and they don't know what they didn't want to honor it Damn. because i fucking yeah but I beat up some Nazi and shit. This fool brought a gun to school and shit. It was a crazy, like, my school was crazy. I didn't go to school with a lot of black kids. I went to school with a lot of Mexicans, Asians, and white kids. I was only, like, one of 67 black students at In my LA high school. LA or? Well, I went to Alhambra High School, which is outside of LA, like, the city. Okay. So, um, but because I was, a, you know, a little scholar and shit, my dad was like, we're going to send you to the school. I was an athlete, so they wanted me to play sports there and all this other shit. But I had a real hard time adjusting because of the lack of inclusion when it came to being a black kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And I went through all the fucking jokes and got into a lot of fights because my dad was like, nah, don't ever let anybody say that because I'm going to beat your ass if you come home and you lost the fight. So, you know, it it was like that. (laughs) No, for sure. Hey, remember how dope it used to be to be in like the city newspaper or some shit like that? 
Remember that shit? Like, like now I feel like it probably doesn't hold as much weight. But remember how dope that shit was? I still got all my high school clippings. For real? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but these days I feel like nobody even looks at the newspaper. Who looks at the newspaper these days? Not me. I still read it. I still read the newspaper. You do? Mm-hmm. Just I just online articles. Yeah, I grew up reading the newspaper. So I think like because I was so young, like reading the newspaper just became a part of my normal shit. Yeah. What what are you reading these days? You reading anything? LA oh books? Yeah. Uh the human condition. Uh, I'm gonna have to jot that down because uh, I'm I've been collecting type book titles lately because I'm trying to I'm trying to you know trying to broaden my library. I I be on Audible, man. I I do all the audio books. Yeah, that's actually a dope uh, site. But I still like to read just to actually sit and just read. Like I'll go somewhere and just read. Like I'll skateboard somewhere and just sit somewhere and read. S- sit on a beach like like your background right now and just do some reading. That's what I need to do, man. That's what I'm missing in my life. Like some beach chilling reading. I've been obsessed with going to Maldives. Read. I'm going to Maldives. I don't care. I'm <laughs> what's up man i'm trying to come too man is it a fellas trip or what i've been looking up i've been looking up flights i've been looking up hotels i've been looking up all the atolls because that's what they call like the islands out there so i've just been looking up like everything the food they have an underwater restaurant i'm coming i saw that don't they have underwater rooms as well yeah they have a lot how much of that shit is open during covid is like or it's open there because it's the maldives and it's not it's there unless open. you bring it. Yeah, it's all open. That's crazy. All the resort spots and like the tropical spots in the world are pretty much open because those are all kind of recluse and seasonal anyway, you know? So with everybody kind of sitting at home. I would have... like to see the Maldives before they go under the ocean. Facts. That's like. It's definitely cool. going under the ocean. In oh, the... yeah. It's yeah. almost there. Like. The Maldives yeah. will disappear. Like yeah. it will be gone. It's not gonna happen like over Atlantis no shit, right? for sure. That's yeah. the next Atlantis. Yeah. Do you think that 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 is something that's like real, like some fucking parallel universe shit? Some some shit you go through a portal and you end up at a city under the sea. What do you think the possibilities of that are? The crown is kicking in. I just got to know this though. I got to know your take. <laughs> Um, shut up, Stella. <laughs> I saw Interstellar, so I don't know. <laughs> it's like some weird dimension shit. The ocean, man. Like we have so much of the ocean that we haven't really even unexplored. Been- yeah. So I feel like that is our space on Earth. You know what is the, the ocean. ocean? Oh, the ocean. The space. Our space on Earth. It's kind of like our bodies. Like, even if you look at the analogy of our bodies, like we can't cure everything. We haven't found cures for certain diseases, just like we haven't explored certain spaces in in the ocean. So it's almost the same thing. We haven't been able to completely master ourselves, just like we haven't been able to master, you know, the elements. Okay. Super important. Next question. Um, Flat earth, flat earth or round earth? Come on, bro. I got to know. I got to know. I don't know what you think. Don't don't Kyrie Irving me. No, I'm not Kyrie Irving you. I got to know what you think. Round Earth, man. I've been in planes plenty of times and you can see the universe. You You see it. Yeah. You can see the the spheric curve of the Earth. You know what I mean? I could dig it. I could dig it. Even Even when you turn yourself upside down, you feel the world moving like 
I don't know, like when you were young, they used to teach you in science class, like if you stood on, if you stand on your hands and you're like, and you turn back over real fast, like you'll feel like it makes you feel like the world. Like Yeah, speaking. that's called blood rushing to your head. <laughs> that's what that's called. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, I think that gravity plays a part into that as well, because if gravity didn't play a part into it, wouldn't go. Yeah, it wouldn't do yeah, that. It was come down. One thing is for sure is that the, the world is definitely spinning because, because all right, so like, because you, you're drunk. No, shut <laughs> up. I'm not even drunk. You said the ground rule was last hitting night, you. I was just. Your goggles? Last night I was drunk <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I don't have crown goggles on. Well, I might like slightly, but last night I got, I got fucking drunk last night. As a matter of fact, I was slightly hungover this morning. So, you know, a little groggy all day, but. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling good now that I have some uh, beers and a little bit of, but I'm going on like a straight up cleanse after today. Um, I just wanted to have a few drinks while we, while we spoke with spec, you know, I just wanted to vibe out, chill out. I really, I really wanted to play the wavy mix as we, as we podcasted, but I don't want to get any, you know, copyright infringements on uh, YouTube or nothing like that. I thought you, that know, was you, you know how that'll work? It'll work because we're talking over the music. Really? Yeah. You just have to turn down anything that you feel is copyrighted in the back. Like that's how Twitch works as far as like streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. Because when I do like Twitch shows with other cats who will play my music, mm-hmm. anything that's like really major music, they just turn down so they don't get flagged for it and they can keep it in the content. Oh, so, wow. That's a that's that interesting is interesting. Enough. We'll keep that in. We'll keep that good in to mind. know. Well, I just how how easy is it for them to like flag it when it's like mixed the way that you do it? Because like you know, I know that a lot of the songs don't sound anything like how they actually. Is sound. it a lyric thing or? Yeah, I um, feel like I mean, think of how Shazam works, though. You know, like if there's some mm-hmm, kind of that's lyrics, what they're looking for. Yeah, I feel like that's how well, they're looking has for the that melody kind of the algorithms. Yeah, and YouTube, YouTube does have that as well, where they're looking for like certain spikes and 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 the and the waves to find what you're using. But with Wavy Worlds, I'm using a lot of remixes and a lot of unreleased music. Like music on there that you guys are hearing might have like 50 plays online because it's really like unreleased and really rare artists that people don't really know too much about. Obviously, there's like the Drakes and Jasmine Sullivan's and shit like that. Those that are, are definitely popular, getting copyright obviously. infringements. Yeah. But hey, I, but no, all the Drake's is remixes though. I don't really play any of his original stuff for that reason. Mm. I'm about to start really getting it into the sense. wavy mixes, man, because honestly, like with music lately, this is how, this is how, like, all right. So you got like my taste in music for sure. Cause I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, I like this kind of shit right here. And um, lately, this is how, like trash i feel like music has been lately is that i haven't even been listening to my typical genres that i like like hip-hop r&b type shit like i've literally been listening to fucking like heavy metal shit and i've never been a a heavy metal guy and i've been listening and venturing out to genres like that and i'm like what is happening right now like is this how bad my like natural music that i naturally like has gotten that i don't even you know I don't even go to it no more when I want to listen to music. And I always look for something new to listen to. And 
I don't know if it's maybe I'm just out of touch these days. Like anytime I'm at the barbershop or whatever, like I'll look and see all right, who's like the young fly dudes in here because I know they know what music is popping right now um, that I may not know, you know, because I'm 32 right now. Right. Like and I know that when I was like 18, 19, 20 or whatnot, like I probably knew some music that the guys my age now had no idea about. And like, I, I'll ask them and I'm like, hey, who's popping? And some of them I do fuck with. I tell you one that did stick with, with me, like maybe like three years ago that they told me was popping and I did like was um, Shoreline Mafia. Do you know who I'm talking about? Shoreline Mafia? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but that's like, you know, like super like, you know, up upbeat, almost like some hypey shit. I feel like any artist that's ever like, that's really good has like a whole variety of genres that they really pull inspiration from like I think that people who just stick to one genre like they don't have that broad you know perspective like to really get inspiration from like I, I agree no, I definitely agree I, I like Stella chiming in with music, why. with music talk no, well, that's what I can, I mean, I don't know every name of every song or artist. Spec knows this about me. I'm like, you know, like, I, I'll know the song, but I won't know the name of it or who fucking right. sang it. Like, he knows this. Um, but I, I'm not like, fuck it. And like, I've never listened to a goddamn song in my life. Like, right. No, I think, um, I think uh, in this era of music, it's like really difficult to find music because everybody can put out music. You know, when there was labels before, it was more controlled. It was more mm-hmm. directed where you can go to Tower Records or the Warehouse or the Virgin Megastore or Sam Goody and go and actually look through, some, read the liner notes. Like you can become connected with the artists that you're looking for. And even if you didn't like those artists, you knew about them because you read about the music before you bought it. You didn't get a chance to press preview and hear a snippet and then be fucking snobby and say, hey, I don't want this shit. You yeah. had to go to a store and say, hey, this is my 10 bucks. Let me look around and like make yeah. sure that I spend this shit right. And then you go home and you listen to this shit. Me, I was a thief in high school. So I stole, <laughs> I stole from Columbia House. Like I probably owe like $800,000 to Columbia House because I got every magazine. I went to all my aunt's house. Hey, you guys got magazines? You got Columbia House in there? I made fake names and send CDs to their houses, to my houses. I would send them to their <laughs> houses. Are my packages there yet? Yeah, they're here. Come get them, boy. Come get them. I would have fucking 100 different CDs, and then I would sell them. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I would keep them and just sell them and sell them and sell them and fake name, fake name, fake name. They never caught me. I learned that hustle in 10th grade. It was We are doing it till we were like 22. And so we were able just- to get all the music. He's just playing Columbia House. He didn't what? really do this. Okay. Say more. No. <laughs> Say uh, more. I pay back my debts. I think that was like the universal hustle any teenage kid did. And right. for that, well, I mean, it's the same thing like with LimeWire, like later on, like everybody's downloading music, stealing shit like that. Like, yeah. Come on. So Who didn't? <laughs> That was that was the thing. So I think now in this era, because we have so many sites that allow you to feel entitled with your music taste, Apple Music, fucking Sound, SoundCloud, Spotify, the list goes on. And you can actually go to these sites and pretty much pick and choose what you want to listen to. 
before yeah. we didn't have that option on the radio. We didn't have that option in the mainstream. So now that you have way more outlets, it makes it easier for someone like me because I don't have to listen to the radio to find great music. I can go on SoundCloud for hours and just go down a rabbit hole. I can go on Instagram and get tagged in a bunch of shit. I can go on Twitter and find a bunch of stuff and none of it you guys ever heard. So it makes it fun for me because it's like I'm putting these puzzles together for you guys to actually like put into your mind and then compartmentalize with all the other puzzles that I've created beforehand. So mm-hmm. now it just becomes more of a world. It's like, okay, that's like a Spanish vibe. I started some some of my mixes with Spanish. Mm-hmm. I have like African on there on some songs. I have dudes from Sweden singing songs and it's not necessarily about the language. The language is the music. So I want to be able to bring everybody together under that umbrella if and that god be- bless soundcloud i swear that's probably the music platform that i use the most like to listen to music because i will click on something from someone i know but you know how it'll generate kind of a playlist for you based off what you choose and that's how i like listen to people's shit and start following their stuff you know and i'm really really glad that i don't have to listen to the radio and try to push play and record on a cassette tape to get songs anymore <laughs> like thank yeah, god for technology Radio's that was my it. shit though like- i did it i did it all the time but i'm really happy that i just have it at my thumb now you know like you don't have to wait for cds to download fucking songs to burn onto cds you don't have to wait for the radio and be right next to it with your cassette player like Fuck, man. Like, it was fun when I look back at it. But at the same time, fuck that shit. Like, I'm, I'm much happier with it here. But yeah. don't you think that that kind of way that you grew up created a sense of consistency as you, like, as an adult for you? Because you had to do extra things and take extra effort. To- oh, yeah. I mean, it, these kids don't have that that we have. Like, we have a patience and, like, I think more of a work ethic you know because of it but and kids these days they'll just fucking never understand what it was like to have to sit there and listen to the whole hour just because you knew it was on a fucking loop Mm -hmm. to get to that song that you wanted to listen to and then once you had it fast forward play uh oh it's almost there oh you know what i mean like that was just crazy with my clear see-through phone with cord you know you remember those <laughs> That's fly. Hey, you mentioned you mentioned limewire and um this is you know a curveball to what you guys were just talking about but you mentioned limewire i used to download porn on limewire and there was this porn oh you're gross hey stop hold on time out hold on hold i on, didn't hold know on. you could no, download porn on limewire it was wild it was wild i only Dude. knew music from limewire that is Dude, wild this is how you know i've always well you didn't crazy. you didn't get crazy until later like you well was- i mean it was high school it was limewire times you know like this is how i knew one day before I'd be, limewire actually this is how i knew one day i'd be an ass either you don't uh, need no ass. Shut up, I know. <laughs> shit. No, but could I just say though, there was this, there's this um a company, I guess. I don't know what they were called, but they had like this line of points and they were called booty talks, and it was all the big booty. Hey, that's videos. my homie's company, chill. I used to make beats for them. Oh <laughs> holla at your booty. <laughs> pay me 300 bucks a beat, bro. Booty talks? Yeah. Bro, uh, Spec, you're a legend right now. Oh, check Hold this on. Out. Let me get another clap for you, right? He is a legend. Hey. How did I know? How I was, did I know? When I was in college. I almost joined the industry. 
<laughs> Damn. Whoa, shit. I took pictures. I fucking had a casting agent. I did like two like amateur scenes. Like I was like already in it to win it. Like, and then fucking I just was like, nah, I'm scared because I was gonna go pro. I was gonna play basketball and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh cool. You wanted to come out on the on the internet. Nah, I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have been ashamed. I would have been. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, I'd have just so. added on to the legend. But it's all good. Like, <laughs> Tired, tired of these black guys in their BBCs. Um, yeah, man. I saw, all right, I got, a question. I got a question now for Do me. You, no, fuck oh. you. Um, um, <laughs> don't be mad because you don't eat ass. <laughs> oh, shit. um, yeah, hey, man, so better now, bro. I know, man, I gotta start eating the groceries. Um, Hey, you, know so, they got, like, you know they got like uh strawberry sex creams and shit like you know really yeah Man, fucking gotta get a pop get invented i'm still mind roll up underwears like, i'm still mind blown right now that remember you the dude for remember the fucking booty talks remember the say? dude remember the dude that uh i don't know if you guys ever seen when he was like i toss salads in I eat your ass with jelly and shit. That's what you got to do to your wife, bro. <laughs> uh, Get creative. I I that nah, it Not was another a- team movie. The whole banana split. It was a um, it was a HBO documentary about cats in prison. And then this one mm-hmm. dude came out and he was like, yeah, I like to toss salad. I, motherfucker, I'll toss the salad and blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, yeah, I'll oh. eat jelly. Yeah, it was like a famous, it was a famous yeah. kid. Like Chappelle, like, you know, went and reinterpolated it and like yeah, other yeah, cats yeah. and shit. But that's where Tossin Sally came from, that phrase. Cause he really? made, yeah, because he that's like really popularized it. Like that okay. whole shit and shit. Yeah. I'll find a video and send it to you. That shit is hilarious, bro. Yeah. He's a buff ass fool. He's like, yeah, I'll toss a salad. I, I eat his ass <laughs> with jelly, motherfucker. Like, I'll put it up in him. So fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> so, I'm dumb, bro. Like, I'm a, I'm a dumb random, like, no, I fuck yeah. with it. I fuck yeah, with I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm very limited in Instagram. I can't really like show my ass on Instagram, so to dude, speak. Dude. I of... Show your ass right here on Cyframe yes. Chronicles. Right here. Slide yeah. through. So you got the Cyframe Chronicles. It's all about here. showing Yay. their ass here. I only talk about mine. I never show it. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so, so, Spec, <laughs> could you, could you tell us about your show that you're 37 episodes deep in? Yeah, bro, we don't got no ass on it, but it's all good. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> Tell us about it. Now nah, we uh we do this thing called Session In. It's a okay. producer showcase. Um, it was started by my boys from Battle Lab, my homie DJ Antrix. Shout out to Antrix and DJ Flow. So they have a platform based up in the Bay, San Fran, and Oakland, okay. and um, they're a DJ collective. This COVID shit pretty much hit us. Um. I had got the opportunity in 2019 to play at NAM, the NAM convention mm-hmm. at their booth and uh, kind of represent their brand and shit. So when 2020 came around, they were like, yo, like we're doing the show. My boy Slop Funk Dust, another cat, shout out to him. He was like, yo, I want you to be a part of the show. So I, I did the very first episode. I was the very first guest on the show. Shout out and, to uh, It's live on YouTube, right? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've tuned in before. Yeah. It was really cool. You shouted you out. I gotta, I, I gotta yes. check that out. Hey, how often do you guys do the show? Every Friday. So we're back this Friday. We've had just different producers from different genres, like Rook from Justice League, who does stuff for Meek Mill and Rook, Rick Ross and yeah, Depeche yeah. Mode. And yeah. then we've had like uh, Just Blaze in there, uh, Jermaine nice. Dupree, 
Um, we just had Jake one who works with like Jay-Z and Rihanna and all them. So we've had like different producers because of our relationships collectively with these people. Like our community is really small. So um, it's really dope and it's really informative. We have fun. I'm pretty much like the character. I talk shit. I tell jokes. I clown. I, you know, I'm like super crass. Like, yeah. I'm the kind of like the personality because a lot of cats are like, hey, man, I'm gonna play my beats. And yeah, I'm yeah, dope. that 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 did happen. <laughs> and I'm more like, bro, like, what the hell? Why your voice sound like that? What's wrong with you, bro? Like, I talk my <laughs> like I like to have fun and just tell jokes and clown. And I know like my personality is not for everybody, but I'm an Aquarius. So that's why we're great. Gang, gang. <laughs> And people that, the people that we're for makes us even better for. And that way I kind of bring that element to the show and shit. And we've been working on um, actually like tomorrow we're having a Zoom meeting okay. to implement some more ideas and some constructive elements to bring, you know, more progress to the show and shit. So we've been doing it for a while. It's been dope. I'm blessed to be a part of it. I've made a lot of connections. It's actually been the reason why I've been able to like, really level up with my remixes per se like my own personal remixes mm-hmm. you guys listen to volume 12 i have a meg the stallion remix on there that i produce so i just mm-hmm. one of my joints on there for the first time and um it's really dope you have a lot of dope cats that are competitive and like good and you're in there like fuck like i gotta level up you know and i'm competitive yeah. and i feel like i'm good at what i do too so it's always about leveling up it's never about always. just you know no ceiling i don't have any ceiling in my world it's just we got to keep going up. You know what I mean? I, I, I love how uh, creative you are and how you're always working on different avenues and different things, working on producing, doing your mixes, doing shows every Friday and just all around networking. I mean, man, it takes a special person to, you know, be able to do all that stuff and, you know, just keep on moving and, you know, making it happen for yourself, man. So shout out to motherfuckers. Does this show spec. have an Instagram page? Our show has an Instagram page. It is Session In. It's just like Session In. Or if you follow Battle Ave, like B, you know, Battle A V E. Um, is it the Session? So no, Session that, In. That, that's the Session HD. Oh, got it. Those are my people from Colorado, but um, Session In is actually just Session In. But it'll probably be easier if got every, it. Yeah, so it has an underscore. Yeah, so that's the session and show, but it'll probably be easier and more. Huh? Yep, right there. Scratch Bastard follows you guys. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, hey, can you send that to me, Stella, on my yeah, Instagram? Yeah, I'll share the profile. So Battle Lab is actually like the host site for that. So mm-hmm. they have like a really bigger presence and shit. I feel like so, I've heard of that before. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool people, man. Like, I think we're doing some really good stuff. And I think that, you know, I've brought some of my former students that I taught in high school to the show. And now they're part of the community and getting love and buzz and being able to collab with artists and shit like that. So it's really one of those spaces where it's a home for us. Like I look forward to going on Friday. Like I worked out in desert all summer. I would drive here. Like I wouldn't even go home and take a shower. I would literally get off the work and come like pay my employees and then come here and then be like, yo, we got the show on Friday because it was so fun to just be around a community of guys that you knew we're going to play music and inspire you. It's almost like you guys say there's like your favorite podcast and you get a chance to go every week and just kick it with Joe Rogan yeah. and Bart mm-hmm. Talk and 
you know what I'm saying? Whoever else and just mm-hmm. be like, oh, I'm in here and we're vibing and like it's just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, so it yeah. feels good for us to have that. And especially in this time right now where we don't have shows like I'm an indie artist. I have other ways to make income and I'm blessed that I'm not just, you know, having to depend on music to survive. Right. But all of my other friends do. A lot of my other friends do. A lot of my other friends have kids like and then I think about that, like, damn, dude, like you didn't go to college. You didn't bust other hustles. You didn't put money away when we we're younger and doing other shit. Like, so now we're in our thirties and forties. Like your struggle is different. I have to support you. Even if it's just physically supporting you coming, mm-hmm. being and get, encouraging you and telling you your shit's dope and making sure you don't give up. So that way you can keep spurring on in that opportunity. You have to open the door later. Or if I could open the door to get you some money, we can because you didn't give up and you stay focused and you stayed supported. So yeah, that's yeah. the bigger picture with our whole thing. It's really about that. I'm definitely about to tune in. Yeah, we have is it still at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. 7, 7 p.m. on Fridays. So you guys Perfect. who are listening to this can check out this podcast Friday at noon. And then you'll have Friday at 7 p.m. to look forward to the session with Spec the Kid. You know, listen to some jams. You know what we could always do here too for your future guests, as you see that little share button at the bottom there. Uh-huh. I could, uh, you could always press share and play exclusive music, or you know, if you ever have music guests, like they could literally share because that's how we run the show. I'll share my screen, go to advance, <laughs> share computer sound, and then from there you can hear anything that I play off of my computer. So if I'm playing iTunes or my DJ set or out of like the software, you can hear it. And that's what allows the show to be great because it's almost like you're playing it from your computer. So in the future, you know, bring me back and then I can press play for y'all. Yeah. Dude, no, I mean, live real quick. dude, don't even tempt me with a good time. You're making the idea flow <laughs> through my mind right now. <laughs> I got you. Man. That's what we're here for, man. You know, we share ideas and, and build together. Like ideas and love and support are free. Motherfuckers act like it's intellectual property, you know? Hey! That was my birthday. That was literally was my that was birthday. His birthday last year. Yep, Downtown Los Angeles. Los Angeles? <laughs> I'm trying to yeah. slide through for the birthday. What was the bar called? Year? The Love Song or? Yep, the Love Song love Bar. Song bar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, what's yep. up? Yep. Throw, a bir- throw a birthday party if it's all back to normal, man. I'm trying to come through. I will. Last year, I just threw a little yeah. quaint. Like, I'm a, you know, it was really my boy's uh, event. And then he was like, yo, it's your birthday. Just come through. And I don't really do too many things for my birthday. So I'm not really big on it. Yeah. So I just go like, honestly, like maybe five or six people. Hey, pull up. I'm a DJ over here. And Stella and Mylene came from Oceanside and fucked with me. Uh, my friend Krista, my friend Jenny, my boy Rob, like a few other people. It wasn't really like too crazy. But mm-hmm. for me, it was fun because I got a chance to meet a Stella and kick it with her and like yeah. bond. And then I got a chance to see some of my other friends that I'm really close to, too. Yeah. Just connect with each other. Like my friend Crystal was there and she met mm-hmm. Mylene and then they mm-hmm. vibed out and she met Estella and they vibed out. And it was just dope. Like, I'm not really big on like, these fucking festive ass parties. Give me 10 people that I rock with, yeah. I'm comfortable with, that I could get faded with. And I know they're not going to snap at the end of the night. I'm cool. <laughs> Not throw, <laughs> not start mosh pitting and shit like that. No, we can mosh pit. Just don't turn into the. Just we can mosh pit. Just don't turn into the fucking vindictive bitch or asshole that's fucking yeah. up the vibe. Like you know what I mean? Like I want to be able to press play to my music all night and then that's just vibe. 
that's just the yeah. vibe. Like your your yeah. spirit feels that same way. Yeah. Like, oh, oh no! Oh, we got the Rona. Oh, he ain't going to no birthdays with the Rona. <laughs> you got the Rona. You got the Rona. <laughs> The I, got, I got the Roni for sure. I'm, gotta eat some ass and get rid of that sneeze, bro. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, yeah, speaking build of that Roni, immune system. You don't need enough ass. Speaking of Roni, I'm about to sip the rest of this and go holler at some tender Ronies. Now I'm playing for you. You know what's funny? How <laughs> we were talking about McDonald's, I watched this um, this show. I think it's called I Am Athlete, and Chad Johnson and Brandon Marshall, like a few NFL players, are on it, yeah. and. Uh, they were talking about McDonald's and Chad Johnson was like, fuck that. Eat whatever you want. Your body has to build up the callus. All you motherfuckers that eating vegetables and all this other shit, y'all are dying because your body's not building up a fucking resistance to it. You have to build your immune system. And then I kind of thought about it and I was like, well, my grandma's like fucking 90 and she still eats steak. Yeah, but, yeah. like, a lot of my young friends are, like, getting fucking testicular well, cancer at 25. Yeah, but the food mm-hmm. back then versus the food now, food now is way more processed and, like, you know, it's it's crack. It's not cocaine. It's, you know what I mean? Like, so Here, the quality is Sorry. a Here. lot different. I mean, my aunt, she used to say that shit about me because I would only feed my kids, like, organic food and healthy food and she's like they're not building and it means she'd say the same shit i was like what you're saying is counterintuitive like like what the hell how do you like i get like where the the times you grew up in and where you come from and how poor you guys were in the shit that you ate but it wasn't the same quality as the shit that they try to feed us now so like yeah for sure i hear but, it but at the same time nah my grandma my grandma's <laughs> like I eat the same. I, she's like, I eat the shit that everyone eats, though. Like, that's her argument is like, mm-hmm. I eat everything everyone else is eating. But I mean, I get it. I think, you know, everything was a lot more healthier and closer to the hip as far as like them not putting in fucking chemicals and antibiotics and antibiotic resistance being a thing because people are fucking eating antibiotics Organizing milks and pasteurizing and all that shit wasn't just a- cutting the tumor off the meat but still feeding you the cancerous animal like that's fucking yeah. bullshit like of course people are sick you're feeding them sick like that's nasty it's disgusting that, sounded, that sounded so nasty <laughs> it's so gross they do it though they'll like cut yeah. the tumor off yeah and still feed you the animal who is cancerous still just because no, you cut the tumor off. do that? That's nasty. Are you being it's sarcastic? Disgusting. No. I'm being for real. Like, I, I've always had that problem where everybody always thinks I'm being sarcastic. They cut the tumor off the meat and still feed you the meat. Like, the shit that you buy at the grocery store, if it had cancer, they'll just cut it out and then still feed you the animal. And, like, if it's not right, they add dye to make it pretty so that you'll buy it. Like, that shit is just That's does not foul. sit well with me. Yellow, yellow number five. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to eat the hamburger go. helper meal that I got downstairs now. Um, yeah. Um, or your turkey legs. Yeah. No man, I love those you know, giant ham hocks. I love yeah. those. Holy those fuck. I'm a fan of eating some bison. Che- hey, eating hey, bison cheeks. You know, turkey. I love them bison cheeks and some turkey cheeks. I'll be all over them cheeks. It don't matter what kind of cheeks. I'm on it every day and every week. You know the, the vibes. Uh, you, <laughs> you 80 you 80 percent cheeky you 80. yeah 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 yeah. you're not fully into it because you don't get into it 
You're 85 percent, bro. Stella, just, <laughs> just still, I'm, just chill over there. Right. You ever seen? You ever seen City of God when she's talking like the chick is about to cheat on her husband with uh the one of the young criminals, and then she's like, "Fucking, you have to let him uh play with your ass before he puts it up." First, you warm it up with the banana. <laughs> Damn. And then the chick is like, the, the girl is like, you really? She's like, you really got to do that? She's like, yeah, you warm up the banana. At first, it hurts, but it drives them wild, and it's fucking fantastic. Oh, like, yeah. oh it's such a funny scene, bro. Like, see, the city of God is like, oh, I've been wanting to watch that, actually. I haven't I haven't seen that. Yeah. I think it might be on Netflix. Might be on Netflix now, but it's City like, of God. Yeah, it's like one of the best movies ever because it's a true story. I don't know if you guys have seen a uh, Life Aquatic. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. Well, the guy that's like one of the main singers in there, his name is Sue, Sue George. Uh-huh. George, heard of that name? Before. He actually yeah. plays um, Knockout Ned in City of God, and it's a true like the whole City of God is a true story about this photographer who lives in really one of the poorest parts of Rio. They go to Rio, and then a war actually um, comes into fruition between these two sides because of drugs and a girl getting raped. And it's like so fucking dope. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's on Hulu and HBO Max right now. So I got access. I got one other movie for y'all too. Sin Numbre. Sin Numbre. Sin Umbre? Numbre. Sin Numbre? Without number? Yeah. How do you find the time to even watch all these movies? Feel like you're bro, I have like my movie game is crazy, bro. Like my movie game is crazy. I'm the sure. ultimate. I'm the ultimate like vibe dude. dude. I'm gonna have the music right. Movies if you I want. got some movies from Spec yeah. right here. Boom! Look, see. Well, put your <laughs> vibrator yeah. away. What the fuck? That's not my <laughs> vibrator. Calm down. <laughs> hey, so, so 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 Spec is the ultimate vibe master. So does that mean do you got like red lights in your room or something like that? Or I got some purple ones though. Oh shit! I gotta drop a bomb for that one. Sin so you, nombres on Prime Video. Perfect. I have that one too. Hold on, Stella. We're talking about the vibe. So you got candles in there too, or what? Come on, bro. You playing with me? Oh, stop. <laughs> uh, we dropping another bomb. <laughs> on. The candle is literally lit right now. Okay. So, all right. So, <laughs> at what point of the night when you're hanging out with a chick, you got the purple light on, you got the candles lit. At what point of the night does the weekend start playing? I don't listen to the weekend. I'm cool. Oh no! You don't fuck with the weekend? It's not that I don't fuck with him, but bro, listen to my mixes, bro. You think I? You, come oh, on. You don't I'm, need the weekend. I'm, He's gonna throw on some wavy world. That's fucking true. That's fucking true. Uh, what bro. the fuck? Who am I? What am I doing right now? Like how? You're fucking am I, up is what you're doing. I'm over here acting like I know more than the listen. I'll tell you this. I like very beautiful women and I have very beautiful women friends and I try to keep a high quality when it comes to that. So a very, I'm a very selective dude. I don't, I don't be chasing and trying to, you know what I mean? Like I'm very selective. So man, I feel you. Cause I feel, you know, I think a lot of women are like, I know my worth. Like I know my worth too. Like what the fuck just cause you are a girl. Don't, like what's the fuck? Like we know that our part. worth. You're like, you know what I mean? I don't yeah. work hard. I don't work I think hard. a lot of women don't think it works both ways or yeah. something. Yeah, you know? It's like if they think it's just mutually exclusive to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, yo, you can facilitate me 
to make me feel more of my worth as opposed to like, right. no, you're worth something too. So yeah. because I like, I'm confident in myself and I believe in myself, it's more of a, do you, it's cool. I'm not going to yeah. chase, like, we going to vibe. You're going to like me because I'm, I'm likable. You're going to rock with me because I'm rockable. You're going to fuck Dude. with me. I'm fucking. You gotta like, write a what it is. You gotta you write know? a book at some time, bro. Cause you got you got them gems though. You know, you got that knowledge. Experience comes through failure, bro. Ooh. I done failed a lot, you know, chasing and being an extra dude and being overzealous mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. being extra sensitive. And ain't no one perfect. I done had a lot of fucked up flaws, but you know, your boy, I'm a diamond now. It used to be rough. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> <laughs> man shout out to that shout out to that well shoot man i I think i think we're good now man i think we got a good a good episode here Uh, what what episode number is this right here 33 33 yeah man shout out to to everybody that tuned into this episode man super shout out to spec the kid man i mean dude i mean just came through chilled with us dropped some gems we had a good time we all vibed out it's a wavy world, you Drink know. You know what it is. Well, cool. Oh shit! The coolest all motherfucker gone. in the world. You know, we might have, we might have uh, went <laughs> through a few. Oh, oh shit! Under the last little droplets. Look at him. Look at him, dude. I'm about to get on the same hype in a minute. I'm about to be <laughs> over here getting them droplets too. When I go and eat that ass on my wife, I got, I got the motherfucking instructional kit now. Yeah. Well, everybody, um, spec, where can everybody follow you at? Uh, Instagram, spec the kid, S P E C T H E K I D. I don't use Twitter that much, but it's the same thing. All my handles across social media are all the same. Um, you guys can go to my website, litlifestudios.com. If you want to kind of just like read up on my bio, find some other music. You can buy some of my product at specthekid.bandcamp.com. Yes, I have a sir. bunch of projects there. And then SoundCloud, you can find me, Spec the Kid, and all that other stuff. Appreciate you guys for tuning in, listening, rocking. All my homies that are watching this, you guys are fucking great. Yes, yes you are. Yes, you are. Shout out to the I'll make sure we put all that information in the description so they could reference that as well. It's the dope platform. I'm super happy. I would tell you guys one thing for your future guests, your future sliders. Let's to know. send them that background so they can have the little bricks in the background too. You know, uh, what I mean? yeah. everybody can't be wavy like your boy. So yeah, that's <laughs> fucking that's, true. That's man. true. Shout that's out to true. motherfuckers. Spec. <laughs> well, thank you, Spec, so much, man. Well, uh, man, I hope you hope to have you back on the show soon. And uh, man, we'll catch you all next episode. We're Bye. out. Side